Welcome to the Heart Soul Wisdom Podcast, a journey of self-discovery and transformation. Moira Sutton and her amazing guests share real-life stories, tools, and strategies to inspire and empower you to create and live your best life. Come along on the journey and finally blast through any fears, obstacles, and challenges that have held you back in the past so you can live your life with the joy, passion, and happiness that you desire. Now, here's your host, Create the Life You Love Empowerment Life Coach, Moira Sutton. Hello and welcome to our second season, episode 27, Removing Blocks and Chakra Healing, with our very special guest, energy crystal and healing expert, Pam Barsh. Pam is a medium, intuitive healer, spiritual coach, energy expert, writer, and a messenger of love with training in chakra and crystal healing. She completed her master's degree in psychology with a focus on mind, body, spirit, wellness. Pam awoke to her own spiritual path while recovering from a serious illness. During her healing journey, she found the light of love and opened her communication pathways to the depths of her intuitive wisdom. She began to communicate with angels and spirits, and she learned about healing through love energy. Pam's mission is to help others align and balance with their energy and understand how to connect to the spiritual realm and find their own unique path to wellness. As a medium and messenger of love, Pam shares with others the messages of peace and love through her contact with the angels and spirits. Her belief is that everyone has the innate ability to heal through the power of love. So without further ado, it is my pleasure to introduce you to our very special guest, Pam Barsh. Welcome, Pam. Thank you. It's great to talk to you today. I love talking about love. (laughs) Oh, what a beautiful message. You know, love, hope, peace, all those things that, you know, are so important in the world. And for us to focus on that, not, we're going to talk about it a little bit, but not fear, but love and coming, you know, creating our lives from that, that sacred space of our hearts. So here we go. We're going to have fun, Pam. I like to have fun. I love I love hearing your story and you inspiring and empowering the audience. And it's a, it just creates a snowball effect, I feel. So very exciting. Pam, let's start right off with, if you could share what happened back in 2016 when you, you, you had, did have a serious illness and then you began to communicate with the angels and you received this guidance that you had the power to heal for, from within. Can you start with that, sharing that story with us where this all began? Yeah. um, So this was a time when I think I was under a lot of stress in my life. I had, it had built up a little bit and you know how you get busy with things. You're like working a lot of hours or maybe you're attending to a lot of other people. I know I was very much a nurturer of other people rather than myself. Hmm. And so I was directing a lot of my energy to things that I really wasn't, I wasn't as passionate about like jobs that I was doing, they didn't align with me. They, they were just things to do to fill the time and, you know, helping other people so much that I forgot that I needed to take care of myself. And I know people say that all the time, you know, self-care, take time to nurture yourself. But I really didn't know what that was. I had no idea. I thought maybe I was to an extent, but I was pretty far off. And I found that out when I became ill and my body just shut down and I, mm. I just completely crashed. And it's like my nervous system just turned off. Nothing was functioning. I basically became bedridden for a long period of time and had to work on healing. And, you know, the medical p- profession really couldn't help me give me answers because it wasn't like a clear cut, definite, definite diagnosis. It wasn't like, okay, this is what's wrong with you. It was just, I think more of a time for me to pause because my spirit was not at peace. So it's like you have the physical body shutting down because the spirit is not being listened to. And that's what was happening to me. So during that time of going through a healing process and slowing down and actually being forced in a sense to be slower and listen to myself, I did hear my spirit. You know, I heard what was important inside of me. And in that moment, I 
started to communicate with angels and it just happened literally overnight. I had not had that before. I don't even think I had necessarily something that was drawing me towards that path either, which is very interesting. So I was probably about as far away as you can get from being a medium or being an intuitive or being a healer. I was on a completely different path. And when I received that communication, it opened up everything for me. I had to focus on it because it was my way to heal. I didn't have anything else that was keeping me, you know, connected to the earth to continue on my path. They were giving me hope and helping me to see how I could tap into light energy, which I really didn't understand at the time, but they were explaining to me more about it and what I could do to meditate and, you know, go outside and do certain things and, you know, just be more connected to my heart to shed things from my heart. If it was like energy that was stuck in there or things that had gone wrong in my life and I wasn't really, you know, addressing those things. So they helped me to shift that and to see that it's not an overnight process, that when you have a lot of that stuff that happens over time, you may accumulate a lot of energy things that are happening. There's a way that you can shut down your heart space and that creates a way that you can't accept healing and you can't accept love towards yourself. And so I learned how to love myself more by attending to myself before other things and by saying nice words to myself. I used the concept of, you know, affirmations and words and thoughts and all of those things, but I also began to see energy and see colors and to understand what that meant in my world and how I could bring that in more. And I could, I could begin to sense when things were wrong. And if something felt like it was the wrong choice, then, you know, I would, I would have to go in a different direction. I would avoid that because that was something that I knew would drag me down energetically. So before I would take on everything, I would do anything, no matter what it was. And I would help a lot of people and do the things that, you know, I thought I was expected to do, but this changed my perspective for me to focus on what is the most important because we're not here that long. So what can we focus on that will bring more of that love and bring us into balance and help us feel really good every day because we don't really have to feel bad. We really don't have to carry these burdens. We don't have to keep in being in the past. I think the way that we're wired with our brains, sometimes we get overloaded and we tend to want to carry things from the past continually into our present moment, which makes it very difficult to go forward into what you really want because you're stuck on that energy of where you were wounded and you're not healed from it. So for me, it was just a process of going through all of those things, those layers of emotions and, you know, the mental energy, the spirit energy, everything, and just accepting that spirits were communicating to me, that angels were communicating to to me. That was a real thing. It wasn't my imagination. And I just went with it. And that's where I've been since then is just growing that connection. Wow, that's a big answer <laughs> in a lot of areas that I'm going to touch on with you. Well, you talk about it being an intuitive and a medium and a healer. What's the difference for you between an intuitive and a medium? Or can you be, of course, both? Well, yeah, you can be both. You can mm-hmm. be all of those things. I don't know if I see them necessarily separate, even though I, I do label them that way. Mm-hmm. I do see how they can be integrated. And, and really, you're doing pieces of all kinds of different things when you're in that realm of accepting your spiritual purpose and your gifts. So people can have different senses that they tap into, you know, like somebody may be clairvoyant or somebody may be more clairsentient or something else. So it's like you, you tap into what is your true gift and that's how it comes across. And some people have the gift of communicating with spirit because they're open to it. Mm -hmm. They've allowed it to come in. I think everybody has the ability to communicate to some extent in that way. I agree. Whether, whether you grow it and nurture it into something more, that is really your choice. And whether you want to have that be your full path, that's another choice that you make. For me, I was actually very interesting story is when I was healing, I would go walking outside a lot and I would walk around my yard and I would do this and I would do these affirmations as I was walking and these intentions. And I would visualize, visualize myself healed and doing all this work where I was speaking to a lot of people about all these things that were happening that were, you know, good to help them heal. And in that process, I started to see that there was these other pathways that could be opened up. And it just brought me to that place of, well, am I an intuitive 
am I a medium? I started to ponder and question this. I was like, who am I? I really didn't know. I, I could see that there was gifts coming to me. Like I would get feelings, impressions. Sometimes I would get images, but I was like, what am I going to do with this? I don't even know who I am. I don't know if I really am a medium. And one of the first things that spirit told me was very interesting. They said, don't close that door just yet. So this was before I was doing a lot of the spirit communication. This was when I was just getting angel communication a little bit. And I hadn't really become comfortable with tapping into spirits more to get more information to where they would give me more details. And so I was still questioning it. And I was even starting to channel at that time. But for some reason, I just didn't see myself as a medium. And so when they said that, I thought, hmm, that's interesting, because I kept telling myself, I don't think I can be a medium. <laughs> but it's funny when you when you tell yourself those things, you shut it off a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, once you say, I don't I'm afraid of that or I don't want to be that or I don't see myself that way. You close that door a little bit. It is harder to have it open and have them come to you in that way. So then time passed and I gradually started to have other experiences and I began to channel more. And I realized I was bringing in a lot of different energies. I would bring, you know, angels and archangels and master energies and spirits of all walks of life that had been here, like had been writers and philosophers and all kinds of things. And I thought, oh my gosh, how am I picking up on all of this? And sometimes I would get the collective energy and I would get that or a God source energy and I would get that. It would be everything. So I, I in a sense opened up to everything, literally. So it began with like the angel realm and then it just grew. And just one day, I guess I just opened up to literally everything coming in. As long as it was in that frequency of love and to help people, I was open to those messages coming in. And then past that point, I went and trained in trans mediumship. And when I did that, I realized I've been doing this the whole time and I didn't even realize it. I've been a medium the whole time. I've been doing, you know, trans mediumship. I've been doing this thing. I don't know why I keep telling myself I'm not a medium. So it just took time for me to understand. But for people in their general daily life, if they're not doing it for a practice, like for a living, like I do, I would say we all have those ways that we have those gifts. And so it's just a matter of what you feel comfortable with. And if you're you know, more comfortable with, I know that I have energy that can help people heal or the way I talk to people helps them heal. Then that's where you, where you are. That's where your presence are is in this world. And that's where you have brought in something for people to connect to. So I think it could be a mixture of all those things, but it could also be that a person has more of a focus on one or the other. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Excuse me. Well, I know that I I refer to myself as an intuitive and a Reiki master, Yusui Reiki master. And I, Mm -hmm. I've seen angels and spirits since I was a little child and, you know, didn't know what it was about. And really when I was younger, because I didn't have guidance, it was very scary because there they are. And it it wasn't till my thirties that I started seeing them, like seeing the angels, seeing, you know, living in haunted houses and things. And it was not fun, that part, but seeing angels was okay. (laughs) But tell me when you're saying that, what, whatever people have for their gifts and that, how, how would you share what message for people to discover their unique gifts and, and discover, you know, their greatest soul gifts a lot of people searching for that. Yeah. I think everybody really technically knows there's that sense of knowing that we kind of hide down Mm -hmm. within ourselves. It's a matter of bringing it out though. And I, what I find for me that really helps the most, and it helped me even during the process when I was first opening up is you want to get out of your analytical mind. So whatever takes you away from that. So usually if you're doing, let's say you're doing a job that is more analytical and your day is kind of set up that way and you're scheduled and you follow all those things that keeps you kind of from being more in understanding your gifts. If you can go into more of a free flowing energy. So do something that feels creative, fun, you know, joyful, like it could be anything. You could be like, okay, I'm going to paint something. I'm going to go listen to music. I'm going to go walk outside and go hiking. I can ride my bicycle, play music. Everybody has their own way that they express that part of themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like the inner child coming alive. So think about when you were a kid, if you could visualize a scene in your life when you were a kid and you were really happy, because this is something I used when I was healing, whatever that moment is, you might be outside playing, you know, you might be doing your favorite activity, whatever it is. Imagine that 
Now, how can you bring that feeling to your present as an adult in this life, as we go through hard things and as we want to tap into who we are, we knew who we were when we were a kid. We came here knowing more then than we did as we grew older. We kind of went away from it a little bit. And so now it's like getting back to that sense of who that who you are as a soul, who that person really is. When you're when you're first born, when you're a child, you're very innocent and you come in in a way that you haven't had a lot of experiences that have like pressed you down and, and kept you like contained in a way like you haven't started to attach to other people's beliefs. You haven't started to follow what the media is saying or whatever you've you're just in a pure state of, Ooh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm free. Let me just be in the moment. And see, that's where we can do that as adults. We can start to open up to that again. Once we do that, it's easy to find your gifts. And really, if you ask anybody, if you just take the time to listen to them and you say simple things like if you could do one thing for the rest of your life, which would bring you the most passion, what would that be? Mm -hmm. Great question. When you, when you get down to the deeper parts of it and you just say, you know, what if you only had one more day on the earth, what would you do? You start to ask those questions. That's where you get to the answer. And I think people know the answer and they know what that would be. And it may be several different things that mm -hmm. they want to bring in, but they know it, but they may not do it because it doesn't feel like they have permission to do it or they can fit it into their schedule or maybe they're not good enough for it or somehow they're just observing it as something that, that's within them, but not something that's actually in a man, manifestation in their reality. So it's, it's just taking simple steps to say, what is that thing? What is my passion? What is that inner child that wants to come out? Those are my gifts. And everybody knows what this is. It could be a simple thing. It could be, you know, I'm really good with people and I like helping people and talking to them. And maybe you go and volunteer somewhere and you, you help in that way. You know, you connect with people that way. So it doesn't have to be that you change your whole life. It could be just a part of your life that you bring that in more as a hobby or something on the side. So you have that balance and that keeps your heart more open. I feel that this show is very much, you know, about inspiring empowered people to live their best life on their terms. But if the people like yourself that I have on, very spiritual people, um, because that's, that's important to me, um, and that they really share their gifts is to give people hope and that they hear a story like yourself coming from, you know, a, being very ill. And then the, the gift that you got through that with, you know, beginning to heal, knowing that you heal from within and all that started with self-love. And that's a big part of this message too. It starts with self-love before you can love someone else. You have to love yourself. And the thing you said about, especially women who, you know, I don't, so I don't think so much now, but maybe a bit out there that, you know, we were sort of, we took on this belief that, yeah, to do for everybody. I know when my son was younger, um, I did that for my family. The house had to be perfect. I cooked, mm -hmm. I cleaned uh, all those things. And then one day my wake up call was um, I, they found a lump in my breast. Um, they didn't know if it was cancer or not. Luckily it wasn't. They took it out. But what they said, I didn't know at the time, that if I didn't change the way I was being, it could come back. So I knew I had to now surrender and not do everything for everyone and to also create really healthy boundaries, which is another great message for people to be able to say that word, no, <laughs> because yeah. it's a very, it's not an insult or anything. It's self-love protecting yourself. And, you know, I continue to do that um, in my life. I very much protect my energy, um, especially if I'm doing any kind of, work with healing or, you know, I don't use the word channeling, but messages that come through with Reiki. Um, you know, I watch my health, I prepare, I drink a lot of water, I, I do all those things to make sure that my my whole sacredness that, you know, I create these rituals. So let's talk, let's talk about that. Um, you know, you, you're the messenger of love, and you heal through love energy. How does someone connect with this energy? I heard some things you said from their heart and soul. So they can do this like kind of in a moment. It becomes an a, almost like a shift that they can do if they're not in a good not in a good space. Instead of going downward spiral, this shifts them out a bit, sort of like a tap on the head. Oh, okay, I, I yeah. can do this. Yeah, it's very similar to that. You know, sometimes it's simple things. Have you ever seen people in like, if they pray, they put their hands together and they bring it up close to their chest. 
Yes. So it's like, that's like identifying the heart space. So sometimes you could do something like that, where you bring your hands in different positions, even just laying your hands on your heart, like Reiki does this, where you send Reiki energy to yourself. And I've done that a lot with Reiki because I've trained in that as well. Mm-hmm. And I'll just do a meditations where I, I put my hands over my heart space and I just focus all my energy right there. So that helps me to be replenished when I feel like maybe I've been doing too many things or I've been drained by something or, you know, there's, cause there's still things that happen around me. I know this is something that people talk about a lot, but even when you go on your spiritual path and you're, you're trying to elevate your energy and you're trying to be in this better place, you still observe a lot of things happening around you. And so you'll see other people struggling and you'll see, you know, maybe your family members have issues or maybe your friends have problems that they bring to you. And maybe you have clients that have really big, deep issues. So it's hard to keep yourself always free of that because it's still, they're coming to you because you're you're the light. And so they're going to keep coming to you to share things with you. And so it's good to always clear yourself of that as much as possible. And by putting your hands on your heart space, focusing your energy there, even visualizing what that would look like. Imagine what colors would look like in that space. And even if you think you can't do this, just let yourself go there. Because I know a lot of people tell me, how do you see colors? How do you, how do you tap into that? But it's really just whatever comes to you. You know, you don't let yourself try to control it. It's like, what image comes to you? What word, what color, whatever comes to you at that moment, that is a healing point right there. You can also hold a crystal and do the same thing, you know, or even put crystals on your heart space or have it. I wear a necklace. that's a heart shaped neck necklace. It's a um, um, heart chakra stone. So it actually keeps me more in that alignment and, and has me, it has, it kind of brings me this awareness is what it does. It's like, it's always this awareness that I am helping to guide others. And I need to be in that space to do that. And also people can look at me and sometimes they'll come up to me. It's very interesting. They'll come up to me and they'll just see my necklace and they'll be like, Oh, that's, that's pretty, or that's interesting. So I think they're drawn to me for other reasons, but technically they identify that first. So it's interesting how you can do something simple like that. And people will, will notice it. And I also have a heart shaped crystal that's a quartz crystal that I use as well. That's a very pure energy. So sometimes I tap into that, but also breathing is very big. I want people to be aware of that because a lot of times we're so busy and anxious about things and we're trying to rush through a lot of stuff and we're in our mind space a lot and we don't breathe in our daily lives. We just, it's almost like we're constantly doing shallow breathing And then that revs up the nervous system. And then it doesn't bring you into a better um, balanced state in your chakras. So breathing is good for aligning the chakra energy, letting the energy flow naturally. And also it's good for clearing out anything that maybe got in there that you haven't detached from. So it could be something that happened the day before, maybe somebody said something weird to you, they yelled at you, whatever, and you might still have that in that space. But if you take time to breathe, even right after it happens, you can just do it for like five minutes. You can just sit there and breathe and anchor yourself and imagine that you're anchored in the earth and you're protected in this light. And even if you feel comfortable, ask for your angels and guides to come around you and just bring like a circle of light around you and let Whatever happened, like if it was with someone else, imagine that their guides and their angels are coming to help them. So you don't need to do that anymore. I think what happens is if we're the nurturing types, you know, we tend to want to help people and we feel like if we find a way to help them at some point, then we've done what we're supposed to do. But really there's other help, you know, there's help within that person where they can help themselves and there's help from their guide. So the more we can release that and let that go, the clearer we can be, the clearer we can be, the more we're in our true selves, bringing our gifts forward, our light forward, so that we are going to be doing our good in the world. Well, I love the part that you were saying about the breathing, because even three deep breaths, you know, Mm -hmm. shifts where you are. And if you put your, if you sort of say, who am I? I did this exercise with somebody the other day. And Mm -hmm. where would you put your hand and goes straight to the heart? 
you know, that's mm-hmm. truly who we are is right there at the heart. And if you just take a breath when you're anxious and breathe in through the heart area, the heart chakra, that can totally relax you. And and also we know gratitude is so important. I, I have my animal totems here um, on the wall. Um, it's my, my hawk and my owl, and then I have my fairy realm. And I honor them every day and, you know, have gratitude for them because they're guiding and supporting me in the realm of those spirit guides. Yeah, that's, so, a, good, that's a good point, actually. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because sacred space is really important. You know, yeah. it's, it's within us, but also if we can create it around our environment, in our environment, so we can see it more and connect to it more, that brings us a sense of ourselves in a visual reality. So like if you set up a space where you have like candles or your favorite pictures or whatever it is, maybe the lighting's the way you want the lighting, you know, all of these things, that is a sense of who you are in the physical plane for you to see yourself. So I think that's good if people can set that up and maybe use it for a meditative state, a prayer, a place of prayer, you know, a place of intention, those kinds of things to bring you back to who you are, like you talked about. Mm, And what I find that because my office is like right today, it's low lighting I have and I have like a literally a crystal that lights up now it's very cool (laughs) I got that you plug in it at the base yeah and I've got all my crystals around me and a bowl of things that I have so I always have that around me and I've used it with Reiki at times but personally I've always I've given away you know crystals and then I have them around me all the time if you ask or you said to somebody they may say what kind of crystal should I get now we you've talked about a few quartz in the you know I think you said the amethyst I'm not sure but how does somebody, do they just hold it in their hand or they just start to, how do they start to trust that they are bringing that right crystal in for them, for their unique healing? Well, the first thing I always tell everyone is whatever crystal you're drawn to is the one that you should work with. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's as simple as it could be a color, a shape, you know, just something will kind of jump out at you. This is what happens to me a lot. I'm pretty much, I'm like in love with crystals everywhere I go. There's hard, it's hard for me to leave them behind when I see them in the store. But (laughs) if I see one that really, I'm like, I keep going back to look at it or something about it just catches my eye more than the other ones. Then I take, what I do is I take that crystal and then I hold it and just kind of feel, does this feel right to me? You know, why am I connecting to this crystal? And then I just, I don't know, I just get this sense of I can't leave it behind. I need to take it with me right now because there's something that I'm working on right now that I need this crystal. And it's it's not always a big one either. I want to um, emphasize that the size of the crystal does not necessarily matter. You know, even the shape doesn't matter. It's what you feel like speaks to you because it's telling you a message and it's communicating with your consciousness. And what is happening is, you're in a similar frequency of energy. And so it may activate something within that frequency that you're trying to work on or that you want to amplify in your life. And so it helps you to kind of clear away anything that's in your path. That's an obstacle that's creating you um, a way for you not to do the things you want to do. So it could be healing for you. It could be simple though. You could get a crystal and it could be like, okay, I'm about to go on a job interview and this is, this one's making me feel like I have strength for that. You know, it could be anything really that you're trying to do in your life. So it, they, they're used for different purposes, but I would just choose what you feel drawn to. Of course, you can look at the colors of different representations of chakra energy too. If you look at that, they course, they correspond to the chakras. So if you're looking at say a clear quartz, then you're looking at working with your crown chakra more. So that's something to be aware of too. So if you are drawn to certain colors, just look into the connections with the chakras and see which one that's working with. If you are drawn to pink crystals or green crystals, that could be working with your heart chakra. So that's something to be aware of. It's interesting. You said earlier too, that you have this necklace with a heart. I have one that's more jade and it literally lands right at my heart area. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's very cool because it's heavy. And mm-hmm. so I can feel it right on my skin at times because anyway, so it's yeah. really neat to have that also. So Pam, could you share an exercise with us? How you can we 
activate our chakras and expand on how this really helps us physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So if you can do an exercise with us, so, and I think you call it activating your soul abundance. So that's a really, that sounds really beautiful. Well, let me talk about the soul abundance first, and then maybe we can do a little activation to see how that works. Okay. Um, Let's talk about this abundance. Now I know people talk about manifesting a lot. There's the whole law of attraction and, and, you know, what you put out as a frequency and that's what comes back to you. And people are always talking about how they want to be, bring abundance into their lives. And how can I do this? I keep hearing about it, but I'm trying, but I'm not really feeling like it's coming to me. And so one of the things I talk about is how simple it can be, because really when you are in your best state of your heart space, when you're really balanced there and you're, you're just clear on your purpose and you're not accepting things that are not you, you're basically being yourself completely and truly. Well, when you're doing that, that is when you're in your manifestation mode. So a lot of times we get out of that because we start to judge ourselves a little bit, or we wonder like, Oh, should I really be doing that? Or I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I can do that because I'm not trained in that thing or whatever it is. Like we start to hold ourselves back for whatever reason, when we hold ourselves back, we're not in our full heart expression. So all what I say about abundance is love energy coming from your heart space, being in your true self, all of that is creating the abundance. So as soon as you can kind of like you talked about surrender and let go and let the universe bring it to you as you accept who you are, then it comes in. But it's a matter of letting that flow keep going and, and going and, and in its own divine timing and not pushing it because you don't want to like push it too fast if, if you're not ready for it and, and not also not closing off to it, not hiding from your true gifts and your true self. It's just getting up every day and saying, what do I feel drawn to do today? What do I feel like would bring me the most joy? What do I want to say to somebody today? How can I be more in my true calling, you know, just every day, just getting up. What is it? And it can be something small, you know, it could be like, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to sit under the tree. And that's what I feel drawn to do today. And see, the reason why you're doing that is because you're going to a place where your heart speaks to you. And once that happens, everything else is easy. It's funny because when you go into your mind, you think it through and you try to organize and make a list of what you should do to activate or be in your right energy or manifest. And it just doesn't work. Your mind is a part of your heart. It does connect to that energy in the way that flows, but it can't be on its own island. Your heart is really where you manifest. So I just wanted to clear that up because I think people are trying too hard in their minds at times. They're trying to think through the process. And if they just focus on their thoughts, they will create everything. But the thoughts are only a piece of it. Your your emotions and, and the feeling from your heart is where you really put your your strong intention. I also think a a big important part when people want something in their life Mm -hmm. and truly decide what that is, they make that decision and there's Mm -hmm. a commitment behind it. And then when things show up, Mm -hmm. people, circumstances, opportunities, you take inspired action, not just actions, inspired action forward towards it. And you let go of the how, because I think we all do that, including myself. And I just have to remind myself, no, the universe knows how to line this up. The universe knows what I'm asking. The angels know what I'm asking for. It will line up way better than I can think from my ego mind or my mind. Yeah. And it's, it gets exciting when, because you start feeling that energy. Yeah. Um, We, we are looking at moving to more of nature, meaning Mm -hmm. land and uh, water and more of a lifestyle outside and not neighborhoods that we've been in. Quiet is good, nature, animals. And mm-hmm. we have a certain circumstance with the kind of home that we need. Um, and like my mom, she's 93. She's a walking disability. And so we need a special home to be able to continue caring for her that she's safe. So we put that out, everything we want. And mm-hmm. it's not going to, I already know it's not going to show up what we think. Like mm-hmm. da, 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 yeah. da, da. It's yeah. going to show up yeah. very, very, very cool. And I, I woke up the other morning and I was like, wow, I'm so excited about this. I, I can feel that it's, mm-hmm. you know, this is happening. And then I might wake up one morning going, oh, bummer, it's not happening. So it's like yeah. just back and forth kind of thing with that. Till, yeah. And I but think there's a trust. What, yeah, there's a trust and there's yeah. a surrendering. And I think what happens when you don't see it right away and 
And there's a big piece of that. Like people need to see little things happening to believe in it, to really move into it. It's hard for them to believe in it when they can't see it. However, I would, I would challenge everybody on that is listening to this to please let that go because you will see that it is, it takes a little bit of time. If you have been in that state where you haven't been allowing things in. And then when you see tiny things, notice the little tiny things and be very grateful and aware of that. So like if you see a bird land in the tree and that's at the exact time that you were thinking of something you wanted to do that was important to you, that's a message, that's a sign, that's a connector. And that's showing that your heart is in the right energy. And see, so it doesn't happen so suddenly in our physical plane, manifestation does take time. It doesn't always happen overnight, but spirit's trying to send us those messages that yes, it is happening. Yes, it is happening. And if you let us guide you, it will be even more. It will be even more. Mm-hmm. So do you have a brief exercise to yeah. activate the chakras? And I also yeah. have a question with people who have blocked chakras. Like, is that is that blocked because there's something that they aren't releasing or they're fearful? Like, like, like the mm-hmm. root base, you know, the, the red yeah. color for the root that that's all about grounding and safety and security. And maybe they don't feel secure. And so that needs to be open because again, I, I want to hear your exercise, how to activate it. Because in my meditation slash prayer, I call it both every Mm -hmm. day, which is a non-negotiable for me, um, that I literally go through my chakras and see them spinning and open. And, you know, my body's rejuvenated and energized and, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, that, you know, I'm raising my own vibration as long, along with that, me doing that through the show, through programs, through coaching, whatever platform that is important to me, because again, this show is about, you know, raising that consciousness for the healing, not only individually, but collectively for humanity and mother earth. So yeah, I want to hear your exercise. I'm excited to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, on the thing you talked about with the being blocked before we started. Yes. Yes. Because anybody that's listening, they may have blocks. They may have that energy that's stagnant that needs to move through. Um, I would say that don't worry about where you are because I think we focus on it so much that we start to feel like, Oh, I'm blocked again. I can't shift. I can't move. I'm why am I always blocked? And that can make you blocked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's good to like, let go of even that idea of that as much. And just know that we're in a process. We're always, on this road of transformation, all of us are in a different part of our journey, whether we see it as a physical journey here in, in our physical body or our spirit and how we are evolving as souls along different experiences. So we're in a different part of the process. Let's be open to everybody being where they are and don't worry about how long it may take for you to feel like it's more open. So that's what I was going to say first. And then we'll just go ahead and what I'm going to do is, um, I'm going to connect to an angel and what we're going to do is focus a lot on the heart chakra and that angel is going to guide you through that. And it'll, it'll clear a lot of your chakra energy overall, but it also is going to really focus on the heart chakra more today. Now, Pam, should people be sitting a certain way, sitting up, uncrossed legs, anything like that? It's however you're comfortable. You know, you can be laying down or sitting just, just let yourself be really relaxed and start to breathe into your body more. Just take deep breaths. And as you breathe in, begin to feel that there is a white light of energy with each breath. And as you breathe out, release anything that you have been holding on to for today. Continue to breathe deep into your heart space. Imagine there is a golden light that is expanding. It is like the sun is shining through your heart. As this energy radiates through your heart space, you begin to feel more of your true purpose. You feel a peaceful energy. 
And now we will ask for your angels and spirit guides to come around you. And connect to your heart to bring you a greater awareness of the love within you. They're going to show you who you are at this time by bringing you a gift. Let them place that gift into your heart. Allow that to be a part of you. Imagine that sun growing brighter and brighter around that gift, helping you to expand on your journey, to understand more of your true path and to accept that you can be healed at any time. I'm now going to bring in an angel to speak with you, to bring you a message that is just for you. My name is Archangel Haniel. I speak to you through nature's beauty. And I bring you a sense of peace and joy. When you feel that you have walked a life that is full of many challenges, I want you to call on me to bring me to your heart, to meditate with me, to breathe with me, to welcome me, and I will help you and guide you. I believe in your beauty. I see the love within you. It is a sweet, beautiful love. It is pure and free and has many colors of the rainbow. You are welcome to be a part of this beautiful rainbow and to accept it into your world. Every day, you may be free. You may feel this beautiful joy within you. I gift you with the light of knowing. And I gift you with the healing that you deserve. As you notice your heart and the energy in that space, I want you to know that you are free. You are free from anything that has kept you in a state of you feeling locked within the walls of a prison. You are free. And you may fly free like a butterfly. And follow the adventures of your heart. You are now healed in the light. The golden light has healed your heart. Every day you may connect to this wonderful, beautiful energy. Call on me when you need peace. Call on me when you want to feel joy. Call on me when you want to be reminded of who you are within the light of love. I send you blessings and much love. Thank you, Pam. And now just take your time 
Coming back to your body. You can breathe, open your eyes, begin to feel your fingers, notice your space, feel yourself anchoring to your, your environment and your room and being anchored to the earth. And now that we are back in this space, know that you can tap into this energy at any time. You can tap into angel energy, your spirit guides. You can tap into master energy if you feel called to a specific master, like maybe you are called to Buddha energy to heal your heart. Whatever you are called to, bring that into your environment. Become a part of that energy and let it be a part of your daily life and meditations, breathing and walking in nature or whatever you choose to do that makes you feel like you are being yourself and being free and tapping into the strength of your own love energy. Thank you, Pam. Oh. That was good. It was wonderful. I, th I think a big message that I'm receiving with yourself and other guests that I've had, which I'm very excited about, is we are totally in a new way of being right now. That, you mm -hmm. know, things are breaking down. We know that with the pandemic and everything, things have to change. And, you know, we're still in the pandemic. And and the learning and the gifts that we, if only we would look at them, <laughs> that are during this mm -hmm. time and this kind of cleansing going on and this idea that we are really truly free to create what we want and it's yeah. it's learning how to you know trust that and know that from that place deep within our wisdom of our our own being because it's that thing they say all the time i think Marilyn williamson also says it that you know we are truly these powered full yeah. beings and to not be fearful and small. It's time to, right. from a love place, not from um, violence or anything, come from a place of true love. And as a light worker, as you are, and I, I myself, in agents of love and transformation and change agents, that we are all together collectively holding this space of love and true freedom to be, do, have yes. anything we want. And that is to so exciting. We're not constrained anymore unless we do it to yes. ourselves. So that's wonderful. Yes, I, yeah, I like to say that now we're understanding our connections with our spiritual selves more. And mm -hmm. now is a time for us to shine, to be those light energies that we are, to let that come out and be a part of our physical space. And every day that you get up, you have the option of starting over again. And yes. shining light. It's a new day every day. So even if something didn't go right the day before, you can forgive and let go and start over again and be in your true essence. Yes, I agree. I, I talk about choice point that right in this moment, you can make a new choice. And we're always changing. Our cells are changing. Our body's changing. Change is part of life. <laughs> and, and every day you can make that intention of how you want your day to unfold. Before I spoke and we spoke today, Pam, I create the space. I, I use tuning mm -hmm. forks. I literally create that space because I'm honoring our time together because I want to bring the best out in you and for you to be there to bring out the best for the listeners. And so that's what we do. And that's pretty cool. Pam, I, I would love you to share the gift and the special offer that you'd like to give to our listeners today because they, I want them always to have something special for them. They've come along and I'm so thankful they're there. And this is the bigger vision to help each person live their best life. And I want everyone to know that all the links, so you don't have to mention the links, they're going to be below the gift uh, or below your episode, the, the gift they're going to get. And they're also going to have the links to know how to connect up with you, Pam. So they'll all be below in the show notes. So if you could share that, that would be awesome. Yeah, so I have a beautiful ebook that I received from Spirit. So it's called The Seven Magical Steps to Activating Your Soul Abundance. 
And it basically takes you through different aspects of how you can start to shift this energy and see yourself differently. And then I also have an offer for 20% off of my readings and healing sessions. So you can use that to sign up for a session with me. And I also wanted to mention that I have a new book that I'm going to be publishing this year. And so that will come out later in the year, but it's called Shine From Your Soul. Nice. And it's going to go more into depth. So the ebook will give you a little taste of it, but it'll be much more in depth and has a lot of inspirational me messages and exercises where you can start to do all of these things that we did during this, this interview. We will dive into how can you start to shift your energy through meditations and breathing and different ways that you can see yourself. That's wonderful. Thank you. And I want to, again, thank the listeners for being here today, that you're so loved. And I want you to know you're a beloved and you're loved so much. And I'd also want to hear that your takeaways from today's show and every show that episode that's aired and any aha moments that you went, oh, I learned that one. That's wonderful. And I'd also like to invite you to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us build our community here and get the message out to other people. And you'll be part of this global movement of each one of us living our best lives on our terms. So Pam, thank you for sharing from your heart and soul, your wisdom on removing blocks and chakra healing. And you're a messenger of love, which is a beautiful thing. So each one of us can live our best life. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Soul Wisdom Podcast with Moira Sutton. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please join our community at moirasutton.com and continue the discussion on our Facebook page, Create the Life You Love. You will be part of a global movement connecting with other heart-centered people who are consciously creating the life they love on their own terms. Together, we can raise our consciousness for the greater good of humanity and for our planet.